all that bubbling you know the we got the new oil essential oil infuser oh okay well bubbles well, a lot okay well hello everybody i'm here with watts you know wife uh, of the excuse me which of the show okay well listen let me let you go you go back to listening to the funniest podcast out there and i'm gonna break into something okay all you have right. anything you want to say to anybody just happy halloween everyone Wow, man, yeah, that diffuser does smell good. It smells a little bit like Eye of Newt. You know what I'm saying? Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this quote-unquote Halloween special. Now, because we can't go out and do what we normally do, let's just sit back, relax, and reflect. Now, when I say reflect, I'm not saying like the Candyman. Don't say his name in the mirror five times, or you'll get sliced, okay? Let me be your victim. Anyway, I dislike that movie. But that is besides the point. The point is, I went through the archives, i.e. my email, and I found a story that I recorded, added sound effects to, for Watts. Now, when Watts moved to New Jersey, her drive to work was twice as long, and she really didn't enjoy listening to music or uh, audiobooks on the way going to work, but then she started getting into podcasts. And she found a podcast, I believe that was called Creepy or Campfire Stories or something along those lines. And it was kind of like a story with sound effects and it was horror based. So I attempted to do one for her. I was going to make a whole CD for her, but this one recording took seven hours to make. It was my first attempt. Let me know what you think. Uh, this was not supposed to be played for anybody but her, but she said it was okay to let everyone else hear it on All Hollows Eve. So, do me a favor. Write to notnordicpod at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, notnordic. Let us know what you think about this, okay? So, grab your Reese's Cups, grab your popcorn, sit back, and unwind. Take care. One night, when the moon seemed brighter than any other night, I decided to take my dog for a walk through Kennedy's woods. We started at the beginning of the trail, near the concession stand. Normally in the summer, this area would be packed with young teenagers drinking or smoking. But freezing nights in February, 
intend to keep even the wild ones inside. Machio did the same typical sniffing and marking at the start of the trail, slowly raised his head, staring at me, almost wondering why we were about to go into the moonlit woods. Go ahead, go get him, I spoke softly. His ears perked and he darted down the trail looking for the rabbit or squirrel he normally would chase to that phrase. I watched as he vanished and appeared through the shadows of the trees as he ran down the trail. I started in and tripped on the same route I always do, even in the daylight. Seriously? I said, stumbling forward. Every time. I heard Machio slow and stop. Go ahead, go get him. I thought to myself, they really need to do something about that route. In that same thought, a loud scream came from the woods. Machio, come! I figured it was someone seeing this white and brindle streak speeding through the trail and just got spooked. I picked up my pace, calling out, He's friendly, it's okay! When I got to him, he was sitting, hanging his head and looking forward. Hello? I said, expecting to hear something along the lines of, He scared the hell out of me. But I heard nothing. No wind, no voice, nothing. I tapped my dog on the head, gave it a scratch, and started to walk. Weird, I thought. Come on. He didn't move. He sat there, unresponsive, head down. Machio, let's go. Nothing. As I walked back, I noticed the leg. I noticed it swinging in and out of the shadows in the moonlight. The slow creaking of the rope was now audible and the slow drip of blood on fallen leaves was constant, like a metronome. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. I was frozen. Drip. 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 I labored to breathe. My heart felt like it was fluttering. I tried to get myself together. Breathe. Breathe. Macho was still sitting, hanging his head. I crouched down and pulled on his collar, but like a block of cement he resisted. I pulled again and he let out a low growl. I now realized he was looking at something. His eyes were fixed on whatever was in the bushes at the base of the tree. His nose sniffing furiously. His ears pointed and he took off. I saw a huff of his breath in the cold air through the moon-drenched woods. I lunged for his collar, falling under the feet of the lifeless body, swaying in the tree. But he was gone. I wasn't fast enough. Machio! I screamed, getting to my feet, bumping into the legs, pushing off with my hands, and sending the body spinning. Rustling and snarling came from the woods. I heard a yell, then a whimper. Machio! The sound of my best friend in pain killed me, and drove me to find him and fight for him. But it was too late. The struggle ended. I heard footsteps running off. Stop! Freeze! FBI! Anything I could say to stop the retreat of this monster. I ran towards a sound of breaking branches and tripped over something dense and heavy. It was Machio. 
I reached for my phone, trying to unlock, but red smears across the screen prevented me. I didn't realize my hands were covered in thick blood, like sap. Warm in the freezing air, I could see the screen steaming. I turned the screen towards my friend, scanning the body for wounds in the red-tinted light. He was alive, but barely. His breathing was quick, like panting, then a deep breath and big release, then right back to panting. I shoved my phone in my pocket, picked him up, and ran back to the car. My arms burned as I carried him. The cold air burned my lungs. I usually liked that feeling, but not tonight. Coming towards the concession stand, I tripped and fell over the route. I hit the ground hard, trying to maneuver Machio out of the way as I fell. The ground wasn't forgiving. Frozen solid. He didn't whimper, just grunted and continued his labored breathing pattern. I took out my phone and cleaned it with the hoodie under my jacket. I kept wiping and looking, only to see thicker smears. I tried to spit on the phone screen, but my mouth was dry. I took my right hand, grabbed slobber dripping out of Machio's mouth, and put it on the screen, wiping rapidly with the left sleeve of my jacket. It worked. I got to my knees, looking over him. He's still breathing. I dialed 911. As I tried to readjust from the sharp ground digging into my knees, I heard the noise. 911, what's your emergency? It sounded like a long, drawn-out, forced exhale. Gravelly, rough, almost demonic. Kennedy's Woods. There's been a murder. Take the trail by the concession stand. I looked down the trail and saw it walking. Slowly. The pale light showed only a deformed figure, turning its head to the side like a dog. Back and forth. Back and forth. Inspecting. I wanted to scream. The fear was so deep I shook. I came to the end of the trail and grabbed Machio by the back leg and started to drag him away. I couldn't move. The fear overtook me. I couldn't save my best friend. I watched this beast drag my dog down the trail I just ran and saved him from. What kind of person am I? I ran to my car, fumbling with my keys. I got in and locked the doors, put the keys in the ignition and looked back towards the concession stand. The radio came on, blaring, making me scream. I turned off the radio, threw it in drive, sped out of the parking lot. The cops never came or called. I'm guessing they marked it up to a prank. There was never a body found or reported missing, and I never got to see my best friend again. I try not to think of that night, mainly because that figure will forever haunt me. The noises it made, the fear I felt. I mean, was it real? Did that really happen? But another reason is because when it came time to fight for something, I ran. And that's what scares me just as much. Rest in peace, Machu. <laughs>
Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please send any comments or if you have any Halloween story that sticks out in your head that you remember as a child, please reach out to us. Even though it's not Halloween, we'll read it on the air. NotNordicPod at gmail.com. And always remember, swerve the yonk and go Uncle Buck wild.